have been there. The podcast that takes you into the future, but also glances back into the past and certainly takes you around the world. I'm Simon Calder and I'm in the very good company of Mick Webb. Hello, Simon, and hello, fellow travellers. So today we are taking a leaf out of Robert Louis Stevenson's book. He, of course, is the one credited with saying it is a better thing to travel, hopefully, than to arrive. And the book in question, well, it's really actually a series of essays aimed at young people telling them how to live their lives. And this particular one is all about El Dorado, um, that place that we all, I think, uh, seek. Do we not? And you've been closer to it, Mick, in Latin America than most of us. Yes, it's true. I mean, I must say, actually, that I didn't realise until you just mentioned it that um, this quote involved the word hopefully. I always just thought it was better to travel than to arrive. But there is a a hopefully um, added in there. And of course, you would need hopefully if you were going to try and find El Dorado in, um, in, I believe it's Somewhere between... It's in Colombia, I think. Um, Possibly Venezuela. Possibly Venezuela. Um, And most definitely you will, in a sense, find it if you fly into Bogota International Airport because it is called El Dorado. Um, Probably very, very inappropriately, although perhaps some people have been enriched by what's been flying in or out of there. Um, I couldn't possibly comment. (laughs) Yeah, well, fair point. But, I mean, in a sense, you won't find El Dorado because El Dorado is actually referring to a person. Um, rather than a place, because it was the um, indigenous king who it was uh, reported, or at least believed by the uh, Spanish conquistadores, that um, this guy was covered in gold dust and then thrown into a lake uh, and uh, as part of a ritual when he was crowned and made king Um, and the Spaniards believed that um, uh, if they found the the lake uh, they would also find loads of gold in it. Uh, Certainly which um, if you believe Robert Louis Stevenson is very unlikely to happen because he says in this essay it is true that we shall never reach the goal I think possibly a reference to the uh, Crystal Palace Football Club Um, (laughs) and he he, uh, talks about well here we are Oh, unwearied feet, travelling ye know not whither. Soon, soon, it seems to you, you must come forth upon some conspicuous hilltop, and but a little way further, against the setting sun, descry the fire, spires excuse me, of El Dorado. Little do ye know your own blessedness, for to travel, hopefully, is a better thing than to arrive. I mean, just picking up that rather unfortunate reference to Crystal Palace. I could say that the goal that Crystal Palace scored yesterday against Liverpool was by far and away the best constructed and finished goal of the match. Unfortunately, Liverpool scored two of them and Crystal Palace only got one. Um, And I certainly, when I go to Selhurst Park, I um, go... um, Hopefully, um, and not necessarily expecting a, a good outcome. But when we travel, I think we possibly have our sights a little more. Uh, well, we've got a little more aspiration because you will know from bitter experience that half the time when you go to see Crystal Palace, it's not necessarily a great outcome. But the average journey surely has to have um, a much greater chance of success. 
at least in your mind, because otherwise, why would anybody go to traveling if if it's going to go, as they say in the industry, tango uniform um, about half the time? Uh, Is that uh, Pete Tong? Uh, well, it, it, yes, it's, it's tango uniform, uh, the letters for T-U, I will let you um, uh, infer what they <laughs> might be. Um, but going going badly wrong is, is, is uh, uh, something you don't want to happen to any journey. No, I think it's fair to say that um, for most people, and that's uh, for me included, the uh, travel is associated, um, the best of travel is associated with going on holiday. Um, and uh, you really don't go on holiday expecting the worst, do you? You actually uh, go um, really travelling, hopefully. Um, and I, I, I um, cut a, uh, a, a something out of the newspaper last year, which was um, a survey uh, conducted by uh, Heathrow Express, I think, of it claims of more than 2,000 people. Um, and it said that... Um, more than 50% of the people surveyed said um, that the holiday, their holiday, began um, uh, on their journey to the airport. Uh, so not when you arrive, uh, actually, um, at the airport, or not indeed when you arrive at your destination, but as soon as you sort of get on the train or in the cab or whatever to the airport. Um, and... One in six um, people of those surveyed said that um, that feeling of excitement you get when um, when the journey is about to begin actually started when they left work. I thought this was quite interesting and I wondered um, when a journey begins for you. It begins as soon as you've booked it. Um, now, I'm not surprised that a company whose job is to take you from Paddington <laughs> Station in central London to Heathrow Airport um, has published a survey saying people relish the uh, journey to the airport. Um, obviously, they may do on the Heathrow Express. I spend my time on the Piccadilly Line and that's um, that's, that's the possibly one of the most uh, un unappealing uh, parts of the whole journey but no that any trip begins well arguably when you first have the first spark of an idea but i think only when you've 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 um committed to it whether that's by clicking the right box um or indeed by talking to a an actual travel agent who's fixed it up you then are reaping your investment and your investment is into anticipation of a trip uh, you've then got separate rewards, which are actually the, the process of being on that uh, journey at that destination. And that is uh, being in, in the moment. But then equally important, you've got the memories that you've, you've, you've built from that. Well, for me, the, the um, excitement of the journey doesn't really kick in until I leave the front door uh, and lock it and set off um, uh, unfortunately, once um, I set off and then had to return from um, Terminal Four uh, with the family because I'd left the uh, I'd left the key in the front door. But generally speaking, um, shut front door and off, and then I feel the liberation and of the leaving the past behind and the excitement of what's going to happen in the future and in fact um i did actually once set down this feeling of liberation um in words um and in a book 
Ah, uh, which, uh, which you just happen to have here. Which I just happen to have here. And, and, and uh, well, here it is. Let's have a look at it. It's called Backpacks, Boots and Baguettes, Walking in the Pyrenees by... Simon Calder and Mick Webb. Ah, extraordinary. Yeah. How extraordinary um, that I've available uh, on your favourite online um, uh, bookshop. Yes. Yes, it is still around, I gather. Yes, oh, yes. Uh, and, um, oh, yeah, well, no, oh, not to be missed, I'd Mick say. Mick Webb and Simon Calder, London, August 2004. 2004, yes, Crikey. but still as relevant today. Yes, well, <laughs> you are, or, 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 or us, yes. Um, OK, well, look, here we are. This yeah. is how it started, and I, it certainly encapsulates um, the feeling that I still get when setting out on a journey. Hopefully. Early on a clear, sunny morning, I left my home in South London, carrying a rucksack instead of the usual work bag, and thinking about mountains topped with snow, and hoping I'd managed not to look too happy during the family farewells. I know that two weeks away in the Pyrenees isn't quite in the Lorry Lee League of walking adventures, but my sense of freedom was at least as strong as his when he set out on foot on his famous journey to Spain. For me, the song of Streatham's last surviving blackbird was the purest music, and the air around the A23, voted Britain's most unpleasant road not long before, was almost fresh enough to breathe. Ah, lovely. Um, uh, just a historic note. I was born beside the A23 um, in a house actually in Crawley, I think... Uh, uh, yes, and I've been breathing ever since, so that that didn't go so too bad. So it didn't, didn't do you any um, harm then. Yeah. Uh, yes, I look. I'm getting. I'm, uh, the, 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 that was beautifully written and even more beautifully read. But I'm going to uh, dispute that. I think until you are actually in the thing which is. T- taking you most of your way and i seem to remember this all began quite difficultly and badly at um, at stansted airport but until you're actually moving from there you have got this bleak uncertainty i do quite a lot of risk analysis and unfortunately the path between streatham and stansted is littered with uh, with possible pitfalls and um therefore I don't get any great joy out of that. Um, and I in, in, instead, I would say only when you are reaching um, uh, a V1 and, and uh, uh, lifting off from um, Sandstead Airport. And even then, of course, you've got no certainty. I was on a flight which got no further than Belgium before it returned to, uh, to Stansted. Uh, you are most definitely... Um, not not traveling hopefully you're you're getting through the clutter of travel before you actually get there and similarly if you're traveling by sea of course that wonderful moment when you that the, the the land does start to recede and you are on the, on your journey but um no not 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 streatham not the 133 bus to liverpool street thank you with robert louis stevenson's words of wisdom very much in mind i set out hopefully to east london's docklands for the world travel market. My optimism seemed to pay dividends as there was only one major travel hiccup en route when sticking doors, the first time I've ever heard that excuse, prevented Jubilee Line trains stopping at London Bridge. Find the gap between the train and the platform. An hour and a half after leaving Streatham, I was here in the vast Excel building, trying to get my bearings amidst people from all branches of the travel business, with stands representing a good number of the world's countries vying for their attention. 
Malaysia's folk musicians were already playing away. And um, I gather I can um, have a go at a game of golf here. Exactly. There's a game of mini golf here, and if you hit it in three tries, then you will win a prize. Can I ask what the prize might be? It might motivate me. So the prize is actually at the golf course in Abu Dhabi, um, an experience there. Okay, thank you very much. Well, let's see what happens. Okay. What's the winning score so far? That's two. It's come back exactly to what the heart I say. This is. Uh... Well, what do you think? Well, you're very close there with almost getting it in on the last hit. I almost got it out of the United Arab Emirates and into. Um, <laughs> what's up next up? Dubai. Dubai. <laughs> that would be the one. Thank you very much. All right, thank you. Bye. <laughs> and you. Well, what a what a surprise! I, I bumped into into Simon um, here at the World Travel Market. Now, you're a veteran of this place. Yes. Um, well, what, what, six years, I think I've been to. I've missed a few. I'm glad to say by uh, actually travelling to places, which is, I must say, a better thing to do than to simply arrive in East 16 in this great aircraft hangar of a place where your vision of the world is completely distorted because you would um, you, you'd imagine from the way that the uh, stands are laid out that probably the biggest place if you imagine coming down from space landing at World Travel Market you would imagine that for example the United Arab Emirates was the biggest country in the world because they've got the biggest stand you'd think Albania uh, crossing the other hall was um, a massive and very important um, location that was uh, the forefront of, um, of, of, of uh, tourism and everything else and you'd think well Germany well they, they're a little um, uh, small player Australia appears to have vanished completely um, and this just shows you the World Travel Market is all about throwing money at things. We're right next to a golf course where uh, you can um, uh, pretend you are um, in Abu Dhabi. And the whole thing is really just about pretending you're in wonderful places rather than actually being there. So I find it a little bit soul-destroying. Fred, what about you? Um, well, I have been two or three times and I, I, I find it... Um exhausting almost as though I had traveled to all of the actual countries in real time um, I don't know quite why I mean there are some fun things I've, I've uh, had lots of free dates that's the dates to eat um, from the Gulf states uh, which is nice and I got a very nice so, so you are one of the people who go in and because I, I see you all these all these um, treats on desks but I assume that there's some kind of quid pro quo and you've got to say how lovely I've, I've always wanted to go to Azerbaijan do you or do you um, just pick them up as you go past it them? depends really whether anybody sees me or not I must say uh, in Mongolia yeah. um, I picked up a treat uh, no one was looking and I well I ate a handful of them because they were very small white treats and I wasn't really sure what they were I thought they were nuts of some kind at first and the flavour was absolutely mm. astonishing I mean I 
couldn't decide whether it was really nice or absolutely disgusting. And, and I looked for someone to um, explain to me what what exactly it was. Uh, I think some sort of ancient um, buttery sort of Ooh. thing. I, I don't know. Uh, it was... Probably com- uh, connected with horses and probably fermented. I imagine uh, it did. For, it for did taste years, quite yes. fermented. I mean, I've had that. Yeah. And the nicest thing I, uh, the nicest freebie I got was um, an aubergine steak in what? a piece of pita bread at the Israeli stand. Ah, which I, very nice. And I yes. thought, fair play to them. That was quite yes. good. Yes. Oh. Um, and I've also been. I go to countries. Um, to be honest, that I, I feel sorry for. So um, I went to Azerbaijan because I, I didn't think really anybody much went there. Yeah. Um, and um, and I also went to Honduras because I thought um, nobody would go there. And it was very hard to find it as well. Yes. Um, a little tiny little cubicle tucked away right down at the end of this huge aircraft hangar as, as you describe it um, but, and, and Honduras is the, the Central American country that um, that everywhere forgot so people know about Panama, Costa Rica, Nicaragua El Salvador uh, Belize and Guatemala but that Honduras never quite seems to make it does it No, it, and um, it, um, how were they? Were they in, in oh, good form? well they, they seem to be in, in, in um, quite um, quite sort of spirited about the place uh, I I did raise the kind of um, spectre of um, gang violence and um, and, and um, sudden death, um, and, they, and they said that they did have an unfortunate reputation, but that indeed, were I to travel with a particular company, then I would be guaranteed to be able to go around the country uh, in utter safety. And the chap who I was speaking to said that the company that he would highly recommend was in fact owned by his wife and I thought well that's very good as well but I must say that the photos of some um, some of the um, bays on the Caribbean coast because of course that's the only coast it has looked quite stunning um, not just the yeah. bay islands which people go to um, I still think quite uh, frequently but but some other sort of hidden coves and um, Good. I have to go to the World Tra- Tourism Awards now. Are you, um, you're going to win something? Uh, no, I'm not going to win anything. I'm going to observe who does win things, and um, uh, just just feel uh, glad that I don't have to be here for three full days like the poor exhibitors. Simon and I went our separate ways, agreeing to meet later to swap impressions about the places we've been to in the virtual world and to compare some of the more entertaining marketing slogans we'd spotted on our travels. The Eastern European area is most definitely uh, the place to go for marvellous marketing slogans, which they may have paid uh, consultants a great deal of money for. I very much hope they haven't. So, um, Belarus, always, always, they're a plucky outsider. Your new birthday is here. Have you got any... Your new birthday is here. What does that mean? Well, who knows? It's enigmatic, as is as is Belarus uh, as a hawk. So maybe that's appropriate. What have you What have you found? Um, well, I thought um, uh, Azerbaijan's one was really um, rather rather. I thought it was quite touching. Actually, it was um, Azerbaijan. Give it another look. Right, which is uh, give it a second, give it a second look. I think. Right, and, and since most of us have not given it a first look, that's that's quite ambitious. And uh, a final shout out, I guess, for 
for Vilnius, the, um, uh, which um, I thought was the capital of Lithuania, but it turns out to be the G spot of Europe. Hmm. I think that won a, uh, I think that won an award actually at one of the kind of several um, uh, sort of award ceremonies that uh, that go on at, at the World Travel Market. For, um, so that I think won an award for the uh, most <laughs> imaginative campaign. But, well, I, I, I still recall the um, uh, great year, I can't remember when exactly it was, where you had Ecuador and Colombia uh, stand opposite each other. I don't think there was any particular great geopolitical tension going on at the time, but there was a great deal of scowling um, at the fact that they had both turned up, um, one from Bogota and one from Quito, with big slogans saying, um, either uh, Colombia... A, a, a land of contrasts, or Ecuador, a land of contrasts, and there they were facing each other. Um, but <laughs> I mean, apart from going round the stands, I've also been to—I've um, dropped in on a number of talks um, um, given by the great and the good of the uh, uh, the travel industry, um, uh, and I heard certain words which um, mm. cropped up um, everywhere. Really, I mean. Um, they were sustainable, um, sustainability, meaningful, wellness, um, empowerment, uh, and seem to be suggesting that the uh, the world travel industry, which is hugely um, a hugely powerful sort of economic engine, isn't it? I read somewhere in in, in um, a reputable publication that almost 10% of the jobs in the world economy are connected in some way with Ooh, yes i think i think it's with, with, every, with every travel and tourism definition of, of, of so so i think your your um, uh, man or woman who works in a filling station will be included in that number but um yes it, it, it's very important and very messy and uh, catching up very slowly to the notion that uh, uh, it really needs to think more deeply about the effect that it has on the planet. Uh, yes, well, there were um, various representatives of um, airlines um, talking about um, their um, uh, carbon-friendly plans, the carbon-friendly fuel they use, the um, uh, lighter planes that they're just about to order, and uh, everything which sort of suggested that um, uh, the travel uh, industry is thinking very, very seriously um, about the climate um, emergency, and also about the um, uh, the local people um, whose lives are um, impacted quite significantly by um, by the plans of the. Oh, yes, every, everybody is saying this. Um, the extent to which uh, uh, this actually is replicated in reality and the extent to which they just think it's the right thing to say remains to be seen, but at least it's being talked about. Yes, and there are schemes, aren't there? I mean, I did know one which, um, uh, which some travel um, agency was promoting, which was um, uh, something along the lines of um, buy a trip for a local person so I think the idea being that when you um, fly a very long way to um, somewhere um, 
extremely exotic and interesting, you also, um, as well as paying for your trip, you pay a, I suppose, a small amount of money so that a, a local child can come and visit the thing that you are going to see, which otherwise they wouldn't, which I suppose... That's you, a lovely idea, yes. It's a lovely idea, yeah. You could be very cynical, you could say it was conscience money, but let's face it, it is at least a as you were saying, I think, a step in the, in the right direction. One aspect of World Travel Market, though, which I think is quite important personally, is that it does remind you, um, as I was breezing past uh, Mexico and Guatemala in, in the Latin American zone, um, that you and I do have an appointment to, uh, to, to march from Calakmul in southern Mexico to uh, El Mirador in, across the border in Guatemala, and going back to good old Robert Louis Stevenson, here we are, a strange picture we make on our way to our, our chimeras, ceaselessly marching, grudging ourselves the time for rest. Indefatigable, adventurous pioneers. That's supposed to be us, um, and it does remind me we've got to get on with it. Yes, no, that's true. We must, and uh, it, it is... Uh, that has reminded me what, how excited I was, actually, at that particular plan. Um, uh, it was... If you go to the southernmost Mayan site in Mexico, which is called Calakmul, which is absolutely gorgeous, it's in the Yucatan, um, and it is still only partially ex excavated, uh, and it is um, surrounded by um, rainforest uh, and loads of animals. I went with my children, and they were delighted to find snakes and scorpions, the sort of... Um, I don't know, the, the sort of size of a small cat and uh, and there were monkeys everywhere. It was absolutely fantastic. And from the top of the tallest pyramid, um, which at the time, because there were no guards and monitors of any kind, you could climb up, you could see across the green top of the, of the jungle, I suppose it must have been about 25 kilometres, mm. into Guatemala, and you could see the top of the... Uh, nearest Guatemalan lost city called El Mirador and um, I'm absolutely convinced that there is uh, an old um, Mayan walkway there which will go through the jungle connecting these two things and we are hoping aren't we to um, still that we might actually <laughs> hack our way through this yes uh, back to back to some conspicuous hilltop um, and but a little way further against the setting sun. It does sound very, very good, so we should do that. So maybe I should stop being so miserable about the world travel market and see it for what it is, which is a place where dreams begin. Maybe they'd like that as a slogan for next year. <laughs> I, I think you could sell that to pretty well any country represented or maybe one of the ones that wasn't like <laughs> north korea yes uh, uh, venezuela um, although um, i must say um very very good to see uh, uh very good um that, that chernobyl is here uh they oh, the, yeah, I've, I've been talking to the people who run the chernobyl tours and um they are very very uh keen that we should all go and see the site of the world's worst nuclear accident so that's the place, Chernobyl, where nightmares began. Um, but I still think the place where dreams begin is perhaps a bit better than your new birthday is here. I maybe wander over to the Belarus stand and offer it to them. On that uh, note of optimism and hope, um, 
let us finish uh, this particular podcast. The next one, uh, what are we going to do next? Well, yeah, I like this idea. At the moment you mentioned it, I thought, what a lovely idea this is. Um, of course, the, there's a weary old idea of bucket lists, um, uh, places that you, you really intend to go before you are sadly no longer able to travel. Um, uh, but I love the idea that you mentioned of places you just glimpse on your way to somewhere else and you think I must go back there I, I, I must return and explore this uh, great thing that I've, I've just caught a caught the slightest slightest glance of and uh, so places glimpsed so join us again for the next podcast which is places glimpsed until then goodbye fellow travellers from me Mick Webb and from me, Simon Calder, thank you for listening to You Should Have Been There, which I think we can now call the place where dreams begin. Mm-hmm.